Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, sometimes the government has big ideas that when put into action don't always work as planned or go according to plan. In May, the Biden administration decided that it would give grants to state and local governments who are pursuing housing density and zoning reform. Months later, $2.2 billion of grant money later, the results were, let's just say, suboptimal. What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? What can be done better moving forward? Emily Hamilton's a senior research fellow at George Mason University's Mercatus Center and joins us on the line. Emily, thanks for jumping on. And uh, just for our listeners, give us just a little bit of the backstory of what this program was supposed to be about and uh, where we actually ended up. Hi, Boyd. Thanks so much for having me. The Biden administration, like uh, Democratic and Republican administrations recently, has focused on the barriers that local zoning rules present to new and lower cost housing construction. But the administration is pretty limited in what it can do to have any impact on these rules. So they said that they wanted to use these existing infrastructure grants to localities to reward places that are implementing zoning changes um, in line with what the administration is looking for. Uh, But as we've seen these grants uh, going out, it doesn't look like they are really succeeding in um, leading to the type of zoning changes that many federal policymakers would like to see. Yeah, and, and looking at that, and it is uh, left, right, and center. Uh, both Republicans and and Democrats have gone down some of these paths, and and in terms of uh, of the outcome, uh, as you look at it, as I know you've been interviewed uh, a number of times about this, and looking at it from your research uh, research standpoint, uh, what is it that that gets in the way? I think everyone says, okay, this is a this is a good thing. This can be helpful. Uh, and what are so one, what are the desired outcomes we should be seeing and what is it that's getting in the way? Well, what I'd like to see from the federal government is a grant program that's specifically targeted to all of the localities across the country that implement land use regulations and issue building permits and a competitive structure that encourages these localities to make it easier to build more and lower cost housing and rewards them for demonstrating that their housing markets are moving in that direction. Uh, But what we see is oftentimes federal grant programs are trying to achieve many goals at once, Um, perhaps uh, supporting new infrastructure needs, um, rewarding potentially uh, politically important um, jurisdictions or whatever um, other types of of goals the administration might be pursuing. So we've never seen an example of a clean grant program intended to improve zoning outcomes in spite of the widespread agreement in Washington that a zoning reform would be really beneficial. Yeah, and as you as you look at that, and as we project it forward, I know there are some uh, in the Senate, in particular, uh, that are looking at some uh, pieces of the of next year's the twenty twenty three appropriations bill um, that have looked at some similar kinds of things. Uh, and, and as you look at that, as we try to project that forward, 
you know, are there things that we can make sure are in place so that we're really getting targeted? I, I love the idea of having this be much more focused. I'm a firm believer that focus precedes success in, in anything you're doing. Uh, but I think especially when it comes to these kinds of uh, of incentives and grants and programs, uh, having just these big, broad brushes, I think, uh, is almost a guarantee that you're going to end up with a lot of, of waste, fraud, and abuse. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, we've seen policymakers on both sides of the aisle suggest community development block grants as a tool that could be used to encourage zoning reform. But those grants don't go to some of the localities where reform is most needed. And the localities that receive those grants is largely determined by a formula um, that Congress wrote. So to, um, to create either a new grant program or to change the workings of a current grant program to really be an effective tool for encouraging zoning reform, it's going to take um, bigger changes than, than what we've seen proposed so far. Yeah, I was, uh, that was going to be my next question is what what do we do to change that formula? Is that something that's got to go through a larger bill in terms of uh, of Congress or are there other things that can be done at the agency level uh, in terms of some of those formulas? I think the level of change that we need to see would have to come from Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, the Department of Housing and Urban Development can move a little bit at the margins, mm-hmm. uh, but not um, really in changing the localities that are eligible for the community development block grants. All right. And then finally, just looking at uh, some of these uh, challenges, obviously it's uh, impacting the continuing to grow housing shortage and and uh, options there. Is there anything else on your horizon or anything else you're watching that might help nudge that along a little bit in terms of uh, that new housing construction or some of those things that will help that housing shortage? Yeah, we've seen some very encouraging reforms implemented at the state and local levels. Uh, One very recent one is policymakers in Gainesville, Florida, replaced their single-family zoning with zoning for four units. Um, So there have been lots of changes um, across the country that are are marginal steps in this direction of allowing more housing to be built on on land that's already serviced by needed infrastructure Mm -hmm. um, and creating space for more people to live in areas where demand is highest. Uh, fantastic. Emily Hamilton, Senior Research Fellow at George Mason University's Mercatus Center. Great insight on a uh, really crucial issue and uh, once again showing that uh, it's that state and local where you can get the most things done and sometimes the big, broad uh, federal reform or, or funding just doesn't seem to get where you want to go. But uh, Emily, great insight and uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news. Coming up, we've talked a lot on this show about how environmental regulations are holding up green energy projects. But what can Congress realistically do to fix the problem? Phil Rossetti from R Street Institute is going to join us coming up next. Stick around.